Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode 1502-1502 on a Friday. Or as some people say, the really cool people say, they go Fry-yay. Wow! Yeah, because they're special. Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today we hear from Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floor Man, and Mike's Daily Podcast. John Deere the Engineer. I got interrupted by the singing people that sing the theme song to my show called Mike's Daily Podcast. It's the first day of December. Hey, I think I saw a reindeer. If that's not one that I'm not really clear what that was. Oh, it was a dog with antlers. Hey, it's the Grinch. Are you going to watch that cartoon? If you don't do, then you may be a Grinch. It's a cinch. My name is Alan Finch. Mike's Daily Podcast. That guy was an actor, I think. And now, we bring you stuff on the show. Daily. Including my t-shirt. Yeah! What is my t-shirt? It says, well, I can't read it because now it's on my body and I can't look down and read it because then it's upside down and I can't. It says, ever make a mistake in life? Let's make them birds. Yeah. They're birds now. <laughs> Who's that am I referencing? I'm referencing the wonderful Bob Ross. Look who just walked in. Now. Here. Right here. Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Shelly. Shoehart, supervisor. I'm right here. Happy first day of December, Shelly. Thanks, Mike Matthews. And happy Friday. Yes. Friday. Look who else walked in. Well, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Rex Tillerson's going to be going soon. Yeah, this whole Rex Tillerson thing. That happened yesterday. Ooh, and then, like, they were going to say to the... Exactly. Oh my gosh, a Turkish Airlines flight got diverted because there was a bomb on board Wi-Fi network on the plane. Uh, that You know, like when you're looking for the Wi-Fi password, the, the Wi-Fi ne- network. And here's today's podcast picture. Here in the Bay Area, it's very de rigueur to find... Xfinity hotspots all over the place because Comcast owns like the whole Bay Area. So you log into an Xfinity Wi-Fi account and then you don't use your data plan on your smartphone. But I guess people that were on board this plane, they suddenly saw bomb on board and that caused all that was the name somebody gave to their stupid Wi-Fi network. You know, your little personal Wi-Fi network. And that's what happened there. In that news But the podcast picture today Ooh, by the way On Bing They have the interior Of the Palau de la Ariana Sofia In Valencia, Spain Okay And then uh, Daisy Ridley said That she will be done With the Star Wars franchise After episode Nine uh, the, I guess that's the last one in the trilogy, right? She's done. She's moving on. She's 25. She's got things to do. She was born in Westminster, West, West Westminster, 
England. Isn't that where the Westminster Abbey is? I betcha. I knew a girl named Abby, short for Abigail, I think. What is Xenoblade? The sci-fi epic Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is the perfect thing to play after Zelda, says The Verge. Ah, it will be released today. I see. It's also World AIDS Day today. And the the whole, uh, you know, I was thinking back to Princess Diana, who talked openly about AIDS and it was a horrible disease we needed to fight. Nobody was saying that back in the 80s. But she said, you know what? I'm going to take my position and I'm going to do something with it. And she did that, and, and she was very outspoken about a lot of things. And her husband, the uh, Princess, Prince, Prince Charles, uh, he was doing a lot of the same, but not to the extent as Princess Diana. And after she died, he really kept, he kept, uh, he kept it going in some ways. I have all this, you know how I back all this up with that Netflix Documentary that I watched called The Royal House of Windsor. Very fascinating. And now his son Harry, at the beginning of the week, we found out he got engaged to that lovely, is it, ah, uh, I forgot her name already. The beautiful actress from the TV show Suits. It's Harry engaged to Megan. Megan. Megan Markle. Megan Markle. That's a name that'll sparkle. That's a name that I'll remember. Man, Prince Harry's a good-looking guy. The dude looks like he could be an actor in some kind of a, you know, British spy novel or Renaissance knights fighting dragons type thing. My point being, Mike'sDailyPodcast.com is a wonderful website where you can see the podcast picture today is of, uh, what what's it called? Concord. Downtown Concord had a... A year ago, I was there, and they already had their Christmas lights up, and they, this, so this is a year ago, but it has some sparkly lights, and I've been featuring a lot of sparkly lights in my podcast pictures lately, so check them out at mikesdailypodcast.com, and you can also help out the show through the Amazon link, buy whatever it is you're going to buy on Amazon, and that helps us out and makes us happy, and, you know, we want to be happy. Or do we? I don't know. This guy made me happy. And that's why I'm wearing the t-shirt that I talked about earlier. From the center out. The center of the tree should be the thickest, darkest, strongest part of the tree. He's painting like crazy. Because you have leaves on the back, you have a trunk in the middle, and you have leaves on this side. We'll have one more in there. Bob Ross is no longer with us, sadly, but... I have a little family of trees. You know, if you've painted with me before, I think everybody should have a friend. Even a tree. Even a tree needs a friend. Now, if you want to reflect those, just pop in some general indications of where they are. No big deal. The guy is, he's a tremendous, has tremendous appeal to every single age category. It is amazing. Uh, he was born in Daytona Beach, which, of course, I have talked a lot about Daytona Beach and featured many pictures of Daytona Beach. He had a beautiful afro. I love afros. If I had hair, I would have an afro. I did have an afro when I was a kid. Um, and I have actually, uh, I think I have a Tumblr called friendswithfros.tumblr.com, but 
Bob Ross, he, I, I just could, it, it's, he was diagnosed with lymphoma in the spring of 1994. He had to retire. His last episode was on May 17th, 1994, The Joy of Painting. He died at the age of 52. He was so young. On July the 4th, 1995. He is actually, his remains are at, in Florida at Gotha. At the Woodland Memorial Park Lawn. And he, uh, he was actually in the military. He was in the U.S. Air Force in 1961 at the age of 18. He was a medical records technician. He eventually rose to the rank of Master Sergeant. And he served as the first sergeant of the U.S. Air Force Clinic in Alaska, where he first saw the snow and mountains that later became recurring themes in his artwork. Thank you, Alaska, for inspiring Bob Ross, who inspired me to turn your mistakes into birds. He developed his quick painting technique to create art for sale during brief daily work breaks. Having held military positions that required him to be tough and mean, the guy who makes you scrub the latrine, he said, the guy who makes you make, who makes, you make your bed, the guy who screams at you for being late to work. He decided that if he ever left the military, he would never, ever scream again. And that is the story of Bob Ross. Whom I am wearing a picture of on my body today. Hey, can I just read you a... First off, we got our company Christmas party coming up. I'm so excited. Woohoo! That's what I meant. And, okay, I got an email. Oh my gosh, we finally get to play this segment. Oh my gosh! Mail, 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 mail. Email for me now. And your calm. And not so calm mess. I will not say his name to preserve his anonymity. His anonymous. I'll just call him Anon. Anon wrote, Mike, just listen to episode 1500. What a journey. You may not remember me, but I used to have an online radio station and used your content for my morning show. Yeah, I did that and loved it. Love the podcast. Thanks for sharing your stories and perspective. Thank you, Anon. Wow, he used my content without my permission on his morning show. Nah, that's fine. As long as he gave me credit. Ah, Greta Hausman. She doesn't know who I am, but she's beautiful on C-SPAN. And if I worked with her, would I be would I be Matt Lauer? No, I would work with her and be professional. But here's the thing: when you were a a, a creep, not you, not you per se. Oh God, I, I work with a guy who uses the word per se way too much. Per se, stop it, stop it. If you're going to use it, at least give it the French pronunciation. Passam. But, uh, so what my point being that if let's, okay, guys out there that don't listen to the show, but there are guys out there that are creeps and treat women as objects and belittle them and have uh, uh, power trips and are jerk offs and I hate them. Okay. Now they've got a verb. Now, I don't know if the. Accusations against Matt Lauer are true, but you know you had all these things. If if you were found out about, if you were exposed, they could have said you were Weinsteined. 
That doesn't sound very good. You were rosed. That doesn't. You were frankened. Nope. But now you were lowered. Now that's got kind of a cool verb sound to it. So, okay, I just pointed that out for no particular reason. I like turning words into verbs. Lowered. Oh, poor Matt Lauer. Well, not really. Hey, there are people that are going to wake up in the morning. I guess they've had to get used to not seeing him in the morning. I feel bad for those people. Not Matt Lauer, but those people. So the Senate tax plan hit a big snag. Huge. Because of the scorekeepers. They took a look at it and they were, what? The, uh, the federal deficit, the scorekeeper said, um, would be huge. And so that article that I have in front of me doesn't talk anything about it, but I heard about it in, on the news. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Republicans are scrambling for a path forward as a result of two successful setbacks suffered yesterday as they move toward a vote. First, the Joint Committee on Taxation. There we go. Congress is... Nonpartisan scorekeeper, nonpartisan, reported that the tax bill would not generate nearly as much economic growth over the next 10 years as Republicans had expected. As a result, the nation's deficit would be $1 trillion higher. And this for a party who hates deficits. They railed against Obama all during his presidency about the deficits because of his economic bailout. Oh, you're causing, you caused the economic bailout. Now we got a big deficit. Completely forgetting that their own George W. Bush was the one that started the bailout. So then the Senate parliamentarian ruled that Corker, Senator Corker, the one that hates Bob Corker of Tennessee, the Republican who hates Trump, to which uh, Trump says, he says this. I'm really rich. Okay, that's good now. Then uh, he, the corker back proposal. Oh, the Senate parliamentarian ruled that a corker back proposal to automatically raise taxes in the future if Republican expectations of higher growth did not materialize was not consistent with Senate rules. The trigger effect, as it were. And so now that's not going to happen. And so there's, it's just a, it's a, it's a mess. And you know what the president said when he talked about messes, he said, I inherited a mess. It's a mess. Okay. Uh, then. So, uh, today also, oh, an earthquake hit Delaware. Wow. Rattling windows as far as DC. And the, the, the other story, I didn't, I don't see it anywhere up here. Oh, Alexa is going to soon have personalized responses for you. Um, it gained the ability last month to recognize different voices. So now it'll be able to tell you from your wife or your husband. And now Amazon is taking that feature a step further by teaching its voice assistant to offer up personalized responses when it recognizes a customer's voice. A handful of developers are already testing this new capability and this personalization tool will be more broadly available to developers next year. Huh. I do not have the Amazon Alexa. I'm not the biggest Amazon fan. I use them 
I didn't even use them for Black Friday this year. I went directly to the websites of the people that I wanted stuff from. I had like a Macy's gift card. So, speaking of Loward, I don't know why I brought it back to Macy's. Oh, I got the Macy's gift card from last year's Christmas party at my company. And I haven't used it all year. I walked into a Macy's, walked around, hated it. I have decided that now, here in my late 40s, I am done with going to malls. They're okay. I, I can go to a mall, but I got to walk through it super fast. Too many bad memories. When I was married, my ex-wife wanted to go to the mall all the time. And she told me after we divorced that she doesn't go to the mall anymore. So I think it was a bad memory for her as well. But the, it just it's crazy, the parking lot. And then I can't find anything in my size. My, I have huge feet. I can't find, find shoes. I can't find hats that I like for my bald head. The, the, the hats there are crap. And so I'm better off to find them online. And, it, and I never find any deals when I go. Maybe you are a super hunter collector person uh, that you were able to find and search and grab what you need and go, but not me. Matt Lauer may be gone from NBC, but a very, very large paycheck will still be coming his way. Matt Lauer's lawyers, the Lauer lawyers, are trying to get him a $30 million payout. The Post claims that the, didn't uh, Billy Bush get a huge payout from NBC when he got fired because of uh, what Trump said about the women's that he should have got lowered over, but he didn't because you'd be in jail. The Post claims that the main thing his team is hoping to do is get him paid through the remainder of his $20 million a year contract, which still has a year and a half left on it. Many TV contracts contain moral clauses and it's likely that Matt Lowers did given that he is such a huge on-air talent. They are currently looking at his contracts as a source and determining whether the claims against him which clearly would affect any moral clause in his contract and his ensuing termination would cut off his contractual rights to be paid through the rest of his contract. Another TV insider said there's no way Matt is getting paid. There's been an irrevocable breach of Matt's contract. There is a moral clause that says if he brings the company into disrepute, which he clearly has, NBC can terminate his employment immediately without pay and they do not have to pay out his contract. A couple months ago, I posted on Facebook a Mike's Daily podcast. In it, I mentioned something about Trump. I forget what it was. But, you know, I like to talk about him. Media likes to talk about him. Maybe you don't like it that media likes to talk about him. But apparently, he's this guy that people like to talk about. And he keeps us in suspense. I will tell you at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. And we like that. And we buy into it. And we love it. Well, there was this little thing about a dossier. And I mentioned it as a joke to somebody who had responded as in a post on Facebook. Saying to me something about, you know, Trump, uh, the liberal media hates Trump, blah, 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 blah. And and he, he said something like dog. He mentioned dog. And then I said, uh, well, you know, uh, oh, yeah, he, he goes and, and dogs, something about pee and dogs. And then I mentioned that dossier thing. And Basil the Boxer right there. Uh, and he wrote, wrote me back and said, that dossier is false. Well, 
I listened to a very interesting podcast to the point with Warren Olney is now a podcast only show. Used to be on KCRW, but now KCRW produces it and makes it a podcast. It became so big as a podcast. And um, Warren is getting up there in years and he doesn't want to do it every day like he used to. So, And the substitutes he used to get on his show were horrible. The substitute hosts, he could never get a good one. So he's doing it now as a podcast and he can do it whenever he likes. He doesn't do it daily like yours truly because he ain't awesome like me. No, he's awesome, but... Awesome. So, he talked yesterday to this guy named Luke Harding, who is the Moscow bureau chief for the Guardian British newspaper. The Guardian is the ones to blame for uh, posting a lot of the stuff that Edward Snowden had leaked, a lot of what the WikiLeaks had leaked. But in this case, which uh, helped Trump win and help Hillary lose because she could never, ever set the record straight after. But I just want to set the record straight. She couldn't do that with all those WikiLeaks, which, you know, Trump loved. Oh, so I would I need three more hands to help me. Seriously, this is WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks to get to everything. Anyway, Luke Harding has written this book. And he talked all about the dossier, talked all about what the, the fact of the matter is we have proof that Trump loves the Russians. And he says things like, I say it's better to get along with Russia than not, which at the surface, yeah, it would be great if America got along with everybody. That's awesome. But still, Putin is an evil, evil man, as John McCain has to constantly remind Trump about. But Why this friendship between Trump and Putin? And so Luke Harding, Harding, who is the Moscow bureau in chief, has spent a lot of time in Russia, really delved into that. And it was fascinating what I heard. That dossier, according to Luke, because it is, it's not entirely true, but a lot of it is. And he said the fact that so many people in the media have said that it is not true, that people are believing it. Like if you say something enough times, it becomes it becomes true. So he was talking about how apparently Trump was invited to Russia and he made friends there and he does have these ties to Russia and that dossier, well, it could be true. So anyway, you can listen to that podcast on uh, To The Point. And it is the latest one he has called How Putin Helped Trump Win. And it was fascinating. Anyway. 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 Cafe anyway. But you might be saying to me. You've got to be kidding me. And that it's all made up fabrication media stuff. And Mike, what about all the conspiracy stuff against Hillary and against Obama and just all that jazz? Well, Obama didn't like those uh, rumors. That's not even funny. And neither did Hillary, who has now joined the resistance. And this will be the last soundbite I play, I promise. I'm now back to being an activist citizen and part of the resistance. I feel like we need a little bit of Bob Ross to take us out. Can we, Bob? Let's go back. We've got some highlights on our little evergreen trees there. They go. Oh, they look so beautiful, Bob. All right, some tree here. Oh. You're the best, Bob. Leave me out. 
Oh wow, there's a video of Bob where his hair is in a big fro. He had it straightened out for a while. Ooh, that looks bad. Make it a little thinner. All right. Thank you for listening to the Friday show, the Fro Day show. Next show, we are going to talk to Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? Happy Friday and happy weekend. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you on the Super Secret Sunday show. That's something to look forward to. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.